invite you to join us over the next hour. It is our prayer that you will be richly blessed as we pray with you, as we praise with you, and discuss topics of interest with our special guests. Let's get into today's broadcast. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. God bless you. God is still in control. Amen. This is Ella Jewa on the Word Restores. The number to call is area code 313-871-9656. 313-871-9656. But I want to follow up on a topic that we, we talked about last week. Uh, in the last episode, we, we looked at being alone, but not lonely. Amen. And I was really ready to move on, <clears throat> excuse me, to another topic today. But the Lord brought me back to it because uh, the question would be, how can we be alone? Amen. And I want to I'm going to go directly into it after we hear this song. But the, the but what I'm looking at is solitude. Amen. Solitude. It's you and me, Lord. Solitude. The bottom line. How can we be alone? And we are talking about solitude. Amen. Yes, yes. And we are going to first minister in song and then come right back. We do have a lot that we want to cover, but let's go with it. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, hallelujah. I just can't help it. I need, Lord Jesus, I need, oh, hallelujah, Lord Jesus, I need my one-on-one time with God. Hallelujah. So we're talking about solitude. Oh, praise the Lord. It's you and me, Lord, one-on-one time. That's all I need. That's all I need, Lord, with you and me. So first and foremost, let us go into prayer. Praise the Lord. 
Oh, hallelujah, Lord, we give you the honor, the glory, and the praise, and we thank you. We thank you, Lord, for your goodness, your mercy, and your grace. We thank you, Lord, because you are God and there is none else. And yes, we do need our one-on-one time. There's so much that's going on around us, Lord. Hallelujah. But with all that is happening, what we're asking of you, Lord, is that we can hear from you, that you show us how to listen, that we may hear from you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. And we do have a caller on the line. Praise the Lord. God bless you. Hello. Praise the Lord. Hello. Oh, yes. Praise the Lord. God bless you. Yes. I'm not listening to the radio. I don't have one to get your station. Oh. Unless it's in the car. But I, I got a text. It's you and me, Lord. It's you and me, Lord. It's you and me, Lord, my sister. It's you and me, Lord. And I can get with that. I can get with that a lot because it's me and you, Lord. I Amen. know that. I know where I came from. I know how it was. I know how it is. It's you and me, Lord. Yes. It didn't stop. It hasn't stopped. You know, I might go to and go through, but I yes. go through. I don't stay stuck. Oh, praise you the know, Lord. God brings me through. He has brought me through. I'm, I'm still living. He's still doing. Yes. And ain't nobody but God doing it. Ain't nobody do it but God. Hallelujah. And I'm grateful for that. It's you and me, Lord. Yes. I don't stop calling on him. I called on him then. When I learned to call on him, I'm calling on him every day and I'm praying and I'm grateful. And I continue to call on him. It's you and me. He's doing it all. And I ask him to let me, I know he don't need me, but let me help do too. Let me talk to somebody, say something yes. to somebody too testify to somebody, to witness to somebody yes. who he is and what he is about, what he does. I ask people to look back where they came from, mm. how it was, what they've heard, you know, from the tradition, what they heard and what it is now. Look at what the tradition was talking about. We was raised in church. Yes. That was tradition. We were taught to pray. That was tradition. But look back and see what the tradition has done, has brought, has come to pass. It's you and me, Lord. It's got to be shared. It's you and me, Lord. Amen. Amen. It's you and me, Lord. And I've got to tell me, you, Lord. I've got to tell you, yes, my sister, I've got to tell you that those are the words that I spoke to the Lord when he brought me out. I, all I could say is, it's you and me, Lord. And that's been, I would say, at least 15 years ago, and it is still, hallelujah, it's you and me, Lord. No matter who comes in and who goes out, I have to, I have to. I I mean, he's my life, he's my breath, hallelujah. Even now, even now he is. And somehow I am driven, I am driven to continue to to talk to him, to walk with him, to, to just be there. And whatever he's asking me to do, whether it's a grand thing or a small thing, that I can be obedient to him, oh, hallelujah, that I can walk worthy of him, that in the end, my sister, that he will say, well done, my good and faithful servant, and to end to the joy of my rest. Oh, hallelujah. And I know, oh, praise the Lord. And I know something, my sister. I know that you are right there in step with the Lord. He has brought you through and he is still bringing you through and he is still doing what he is planning on doing in your life. Amen. I want more. I want to be obedient. I heard what you just said. I want to be obedient. Yes. You know, I, I'm not going to stop 
calling on him, believing in him, trusting him. Yes. I want to be obedient. Oh, praise you the know, Lord. I want to be better than I've been. Praise the Lord. Well, you know what, my sister? He's, he's, he's given us the grace. And that want, that desire that you have right there is what he's looking for. Because I'm telling you, in our flesh, things will happen and we may stumble. But it doesn't mean that we will not move forward. Having that desire, oh, hallelujah, is step one. And he will show us, he will show us how to step around things, how to be even more obedient. There are things that I know you're obedient on, and there are things that that you slip on. And those things that you slip on, I ask the Lord now, even now, to help you in the name of Jesus, that, that he may allow you to see the things, to see it coming, that you can say, no, I will not do this because God said this. He told me to do this. So I pray for you now, my sister, in the name of Jesus, and I love you much. Oh, God bless you. Oh, hallelujah. God bless you, my sister. Amen. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes, yes, yes. The discipline. It is a discipline. Think about this, my brothers and sisters. It is a discipline of solitude. You know, we talked last in the last episode about being alone, but not lonely. But now we are talking about our solitude, our one and one time. And that's the reason why I wanted us this, this song to minister to us by Zakadi Cortez. It's one and one time. I, I, I just know that this is what we need. You see, when I think about our world right now, none of us, none of us feels that it's natural to have a quiet time. None of us feel it's natural because there, we are just being bombarded by the radio, the TV. We ourselves jump onto Facebook, onto the internet, and, and, and we are, you know, we, we are driven to have people around us. We are driven to have all of these things that are happening around us. But how can we have this one-on-one time if we continue to be driven by the things that are around us. Amen. You and I, we try to avoid this, this, this aloneness because we feel that it is loneliness. But how can we even hear, hallelujah, how can we even hear God in all of this thing that's going around us unless we discipline ourselves to listen and as Minister Jelsu called before, to be obedient to him, to hear him. Amen. We are always afraid of being left alone. It, I mean, sometimes it even petrifies us. But no, 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 we'll never be alone. Oh, hallelujah. In our last episode, we played uh, by C.C. Wyans. You never have to be alone because, hallelujah, our God, he's always there. Amen. Amen. And now I want to talk about this, this um, this solitude. And I want to touch on it because uh, it, it is, I want you to understand that it is something that we have to practice. 
practice. It is something that we need to practice. If you and I are on the mission field, if you and I are out there and there are distractions around us, we have to be able to understand that we have to create that space. Hallelujah. We create that space that we can have that one-on-one time with God even in the midst of the distractions. But how can we do it unless we begin now? Unless we begin now to understand that God is in the midst. And when he is in the midst, he's there. We can talk to him. Oh, hallelujah. We talk about walking with him. There is so much that you and I can do in this discipline of solitude. Oh, my Lord, why am I so up on this solitude? Other than the fact that the Lord says, this is what you do for this episode. It's because I know how it worked in my life and how it continues to work, hallelujah, in my life. There is something that you hear me say on the broadcast every once in a while. I tell you that I listen on the inside while I'm speaking on the outside and while things are going on on the outside. I turn my, oh, hallelujah, I turn my ear on the inside. But see, the question is, how do we do that? Because, see, when the Lord brought me out, he trained me to listen on the inside. But I, I, couldn't, I, I couldn't put in words what he was training me to do many years ago. But all I knew was, no matter what, I was trying to connect on the inside, connect with him while I was listening, while I was doing my work, doing the things that were happening around me. Oh, hallelujah. And you know there is a lot that's going on around you. So what I'm doing now today, and I I, I suspect that it might spill over to another, oh, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, to another broadcast. But what I want to do is, I, I want us to understand what solitude is. And then I'm going to go through it and break some things down for us. Because there's also silence that comes into solitude, and you and I don't like silence. But there is silence so that we can hear God speak to us. But there's a time when even solitude is dry. There's a dryness. Like, I'm I'm not hearing you, Lord, even though I'm in the midst of of this quiet time, this one-on-one time. There is a dryness. We're going to talk about that. And then I want us to get into the steps into solitude. There are some things that we can do. I could not put those things in words for you at this time. And yet, I've read this book by Richard Foster, Celebration of Disciplines. And and in it, there is a breakdown, oh hallelujah, of the steps to solitude. He looks at so many spiritual disciplines, things that we have to do in order to get into that connection in order to take us from the outskirts of having a relationship, a a friendship with God into that intimate relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, taking us from the outer edges and bringing us 
all the way to the center to this 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 time hallelujah to this this union this with god oh praise the lord praise the lord and i hope that i'm not offending anyone with with their religion because what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to show us that there is a deeper, a deeper relationship with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. You know, we can say I'm saved and, and, and I know Jesus, but when we start to get a little bit more intimate with it, we hear things. We hear him tell us things. We hear that's the one and one time we just heard. And we're going to hear a couple of other songs that will minister to us on this question of solitude. Amen. Let me take a breath. Hallelujah. Amen. I am truly, truly excited about this solitude. And as a matter of fact, this is part of my uh, dissertation um, for my uh, doctorate in ministry. And one of the areas that I touch on for us as we go out onto the ministry field, uh, one of the areas I touch on is that this discipline of solitude, that we can maintain our connection, hallelujah, with the Lord. So our question then, the first question will be, what is solitude? Amen. And and how is it different from loneliness? See, because we talked about alone, but not lonely in our last episode. But right now, what we are looking at is moving from that's thinking of, of being alone and being lonely. My Lord. Because we have this fear to taking the time to have solitude. Now, as I was reading, and, and I'm going to give you the name of this book. If anyone wants to get it, it is, it is an awesome book on spiritual disciplines, the things that we have to exercise that we can drive into a, a closer connection with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And it is by Richard J. Foster, and it's called Celebration of Discipline, The Path to spiritual growth. There are many other books on uh, spiritual discipline, but this one just breaks it down as plain as, as, you know, as plain as we would like to. And as we say, as the nose on your face, and he talks about prayer and meditation and uh, fasting and, um, you know, studying, studying the word as opposed to meditation. And, you know, and he, he just goes on and on. But Let's get back to the discipline of solitude. In this, um, in in this in this particular book, he talks about uh, loneliness is not is not an alternative for us, and he says we can cultivate an inner solitude that sets us free from this loneliness. And what he shows us is the difference between loneliness and solitude, where loneliness is an inner emptiness. It's an emptiness on the inside. Amen? Solitude is an inner fulfillment. We are fulfilled because we have that connection, hallelujah, with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But here's the bottom line for us, that solitude is not something that we go into and out and into and out. He says solitude is a state of mind and a heart. 
So it's a state of my mind and it's a state of my heart. Amen. It's not a place that I go into. Now, I can physically go into a place so that there will be solitude, so that I can move away from the distractions that are around me. But uh, it, it is really when I get into the solitude, it is in my mind and in my heart. Amen. And if I have that solitude in my mind, if I have it in my heart, um, he says, you know, crowds, they're not going to bother you. It will have nothing to do with what's going on on the inside of you. Mess that's happening around you. It will have nothing to do with what's going on in and around you. And so what we want to make sure about is that, is that when we talk about solitude, we are definitely not looking at this, this emptiness on the inside and no one's around me. What we are saying is, um, and, and I'm going to uh, quote from uh, Gustav Gutierrez. I've got a couple of, of different authors that, that I've, I've been working with in terms of my document. And, and so um, he says that the discipline of solitude, this is Gutierrez, he's a Latin American uh, theologian, he says, gives rise to a hunger for communion with God. He says there is an aloneness with oneself and with God that however hard it may be to endure at certain times, it is a requirement for authentic community. He says God is not calling us into a desert to just wander aimlessly there. He's calling us into this desert, or if we want to call it our solitude, in order to pass through in order to reach the promised land. He can tell us things while we are in this process, while we are in solitude, in order that something else may be done. Amen? So here we are looking at my Lord. And I pray, my brothers and sisters, that you you get into this this solitude. It's gonna give you peace. And and I I can I can attest to that. It will give you peace in the midst of the storm. What we just talked about about solitude, this inner fulfillment, it means that now listen to me. I, I, I wanna say it right. It means that solitude is portable. Solitude you take with you. If you think that you have your quiet room, you can't take the quiet room with you. You've got to go into your quiet room. Amen. Yes, and and there, you know, you will you 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 will find your peace and your joy, etc. But now we have to find a way to take that quiet room with us, make it portable enough that we can have our special one-on-one communication with God. Amen. Because in our communication, we begin to the process of a closer alignment with God's perspective so that as 
our caller said before, I want to be more obedient. I want to be obedient. Amen. This closer alignment with God's perspective naturally makes us want to be obedient, naturally allows us to walk in his way and walk in his will. Amen. Even when we're stepping out into the ministry field, we are still walking in his way. Amen. So we're talking about solitude. So listen, bottom line for solitude as, and I keep calling it a discipline, a spiritual discipline, something you and I must practice. It allows us to maintain this close connection with God at any time, in any situation. Amen. Our connection eventually becomes this discipline of what? What did we say? A discipline of the mind. And it causes us to focus, listen, to focus naturally on God rather than on the things that are happening around us, rather than our environment. Oh, praise the Lord. See, because this solitude is allowing us to leave behind, leave everything behind, leave, leave, leave um, the, the, the world of, of the burden of the world. Hallelujah. That's the word I'm looking for, the burden of the world behind so that you and I can be alone with Christ. Our Western culture, you know, it drives us to fill up every single minute of the day with whatever we are doing, whatever we are doing, whatever we are looking at, we've got to be filled in the day until finally we get to the, we get into our beds and we just flop. Yeah, fall out. Sleep. Get up in the morning, TV blasting, watching the news and, you know, finding out who called me during the night and whose call I missed last night. And, you know, it's just so much that's going on around us. And that's why you and I, my brothers and sisters, need this solitude. Amen. What we want is for this communication with God to become natural to be trained so that it would be natural that we will automatically turn to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to, through his spirit, amen, turn instead of turning to our material things, our material comforts, amen. Uh, you know, we, we always talk about um, the foods, you know, what are our comfort foods, and, you know, we have places that we want to go because, um, you know, I had a stressful day, so I need to, to go out and, and, and wind down. Well, I had a stressful day, and perhaps on the inside, I can allow the Lord to help me to be at peace. Amen? To be at peace. As a matter of fact, if we let him, he allows us. Excuse me, if we let him, if we allow him, he would show us how to be at peace throughout the day even throughout, hallelujah, the stressful situations. Amen. 
So what we're going to do now, we're going to minister in song for a minute or two. And then I want us to come back and we're going to look at, we, we're going to look at silence as part of solitude, quiet time as part of our solitude. Amen. And the number to call, 313-871-9656. Hallelujah, hallelujah, holiness, holiness. Oh, praise the Lord. I think I have a little feedback here. On, I think there's a feedback on the mic. Oh, praise the Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, so we were talking about our um, solitude, solitude, solitude. We talked about what solitude is. Amen. And not only are we looking at what is solitude, but we talked about what I call the portability of solitude, amen, that you can take your solitude with you. There's one little word of caution I want to talk about when we, when we say, when we speak of solitude. Here's what happens when we, when we actually enter into solitude because of that quietness, because now we are going to talk about the silence of solitude. Amen? Stuff that's going on in the world, 
is going to try to get in. They they com- they they'll as as a matter of fact, they're going to try to compete with what you would like to hear and what God is saying to you because you see the world is out there and it is still moving on it is still doing its mess it's still doing its stuff and you start getting this into your spirit but this is where you begin to discipline yourself amen so that that competing voice is going to get softer and softer and softer. And the voice of the Lord in your solitude is going to get much, much stronger. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So we're going to talk about the silence, the silence of solitude. The question is, can we have solitude without silence? And I would say, no, there's got to be silence. And when I say silence, see, when we think about silence, we think about the the natural silence. But let's think about the inner silence. Amen. I have a, a, um, she was a colleague and she's, she's a friend of mine who loves to say, shut the noise. Sometimes I say, I tell myself, shut up and sit down. Why? Because there's there's a noise that's coming on the inside of me. You know, I would have done this, I should have done this, and my mind is just going and going and going. And how can I get into communication with God through solitude if this noise continues? Amen? So silence, it When we talk about silence, we might talk about absence of speech, not speaking. But the other part of the silence is shutting the things down. Because when I start to shut it down, I can actually listen. Hallelujah. Oh, my goodness. I do apologize for that. Oh, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. That's, that's another story in itself. My power is out right now. And uh, that I believe that's DTE Energy. Uh, and I ap- appreciate that. And I appreciate that I'm saying that the power is back on because it's been <laughs> off for a little while. But I did not, in terms of the power of my solitude, I did not think about it on this broadcast. And only because that phone rang and I saw who it was that I recognized that, yeah, my power is still off. Oh, praise the Lord. But anyway, this is just, uh, this is nothing but the Lord giving us an example that we have to, we have to, even in the midst of the mess that's going on all around us, you know, there's a power outage within the whole area. But even with all of that that's going on, we have to stay focused. We have to continue, hallelujah, continue. And that is where our solitude comes in. That's where shutting the noise comes in. So it's not just uh, refraining from talking, amen, but it's also refraining 
from the thoughts that keep coming, the thoughts about what's happening and what should be happening and when when will my power get back up and what can I do and, you know, what are the alternatives? What's my plan B? And, you know, and we keep on going, shut the noise. Hallelujah. We can have a day filled, filled with noise. As a matter of fact, think about this. It could be quiet in your house. You might be the only person there. And yet that noise is continuing all around you. Your thoughts are flying here and there. Even though we recognize that the Lord says in Isaiah 55 that his thoughts are higher than your thoughts and his ways are higher than your ways. His thoughts are not your thoughts. That if you turn it over, hallelujah, in that silence of solitude to the Lord, the Lord will work it out. Amen. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So when we look at silence, when we begin to speak and when we begin to to think of all these thoughts and, you know, and we just keep on going, silence is no longer there and solitude is no longer there because now we are focusing on the things that are on the outside. Amen. But listen to this. And I, I just I just saw this from uh, Richard Foster. He says, when we repeat the intimate words of God that he has left within us, our silence remains intact. Now, what are these words of God that we are going to, my Lord, that we are, we are going to repeat? The words of God. Amen. Scripture. The Bible. What we've heard. What has he said? Peace, be still. I will be with you always. I am with you always, even until the end of the world or end of this age. What else do we want to say? I have engraved you on the palm of my hand. The very hairs of your head are numbered. And if your, the hairs on your head are numbered, my Lord, what else is there? When we begin to think about the silence and we, we begin to regurgitate the things that the Lord has, has said to us, amen, then we remain in that silence. Yeah, Isaiah 41 and 1 says, Keep silence before me, O islands. Yeah, let the people renew their strength. Yes. Zechariah 2 and 13 says, Be silent, O all flesh, before the Lord, for he is raised up out of his holy habitation. Think about the silence. Amen. Listen, listen, I'm going to read just one line of Job 34 and 29. It says, When he giveth quietness, who then can make trouble? O Lord Jesus. When my Lord gives me this quietness, when he gives me this, this, this inner peace, this, this, this silence of spirit, stillness of spirit, who can make trouble? Try. Amen. You will be coming through. Oh, hallelujah. You'll be coming through the Lord to get to me. 
And I don't know about you, but, you know, I think we can say that our arms are too short to box with God. Amen. So this is what we are looking at. We have this blessed assurance. Listen to this in Isaiah 32 and 17. The work of righteousness shall be peace. And the effect, watch it, the effect of righteousness shall be quietness and assurance forever. It's a blessed assurance. What is this quietness that we're talking about? It's this silence, this stillness in our soul. We're not talking about a quiet space that's outside. We're talking about a spiritual quietness. Hallelujah. And he says it's of the righteous, the work of righteousness. When we are in right standing with God, hallelujah, we're going to be at peace. Silence. Silence. Amen. Oh, praise the Lord. So that's the silence of solitude. Oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And you know what, my brothers and sisters, I pray that you're getting more out of it than I am getting. I pray the Lord continues to minister to you because sometimes I may not I may not have the words in, in which to to really, you know, pour it out to you, but I know that he has. Amen. Because in that silence, you and I have to know when to speak and when to be silent. Amen. Because if I can combine my mouth with my air, oh, praise the Lord. If I can combine them, have them work together, understanding that when my mouth starts to speak, amen, my air is listening to my mouth speaking. Hello. But if I can be silent, guess what? My ear can really listen, listen as the Lord speaks. And I pray that when the words come out of my mouth, they are words that come from the Lord as he gives me through the ear, hallelujah, to speak through the mouth. Amen. You see, sometimes we are silent when we shouldn't be. And we speak when we shouldn't. And that is where the silence of solitude of our time with God will help us, will show us how to have, as Proverbs 25 and 11 says, Oh Lord, a word fitly spoken is like apples of gold in pitchers of silver. A word fitly spoken is like apples of gold in a setting of silver. A word spoken. The Lord God had given us the tongue of the learned that we should know how to speak a word in season to him that is weary. He wakens up us up morning by morning. He wakens our ear, hallelujah, to hear as the learned, but it comes in the silence of our solitude. So I pray, my brothers and sisters, that you and I have that urge, that desire for solitude and have that desire 
to learn to practice it as we go along on this Christian journey. We're going to minister one more time and then we are going to bring on our Facebook family and we will continue with this discussion on solitude. In the silence of solitude, we have to trust to hear God speak in the Spirit. Hallelujah. I wrote a little song while I was really going through. I was hurting and I just didn't know where to turn. I, I couldn't go to anybody. I just kind of sat in my house and I was depressed. And I just felt like, God, I'm out here. I don't know why I'm here. I don't know what my destiny is. I don't know why I've been put here. And I just felt like giving up. And he gave me this little song. And I hope this ministers to you. Because if you ever get in a place where you don't know where you are, get in the spirit. Let the Lord minister to you. I just wish somebody would just worship him. If I could just get some sweet words of worship out there. Some 
Hallelujah. Get in the spirit and let the Lord minister to you in this solitude. Hear the still small voice. Amen. And the question I would have is why is it so difficult for us? To, to not hear that still small voice. Are we afraid? Is it because we are afraid of what the voice will say? Or is it because that we, we just don't know God? We haven't had this, this relationship with God? Is it because we are wondering, God, are you really there? Is that really you? Is it because we are afraid? Is it because, uh, you know, everything else seems more real than our God? All I'm doing is reading from Henry Nowen, the only necessary thing, and he's talking about this still small voice that ministers to you and to me. Amen. And sometimes we say, well, I don't think God cares about my issue. Yes, he does. If he told you and me that the very hairs on our head are numbered, can you imagine how much he loves you and me, how much he cares for us? Amen. Yes. Oh, my Lord. How about when he said, oh, praise the Lord, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. We have to come to him. Amen. Cast your cares upon me and learn of me and you will find rest for your souls, for I am meek and lowly, and I'm, I'm turning it around a little bit. I am meek and lowly in heart. You will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Amen. How are we coming to him in this solitude? See, when we, when we talk about our spiritual disciplines, we love to talk about prayer. And prayer is awesome for us as a discipline. But think about this. If I have if I have a a spiritual if I have a spiritual connection with the Lord I need to be able to go into that connection I need to to know how to get into that connection and having that space that solitude on the inside of us opens the door. It's an opening for us to have this real deep prayer connection with our God. So when we talk about solitude and we we speak of the silence, it's really so that we will have this communication with God. Amen. But let God speak in the silence. One of the things, my brothers and sisters, that you and I have to do is to be able to trust God. God. 
can we trust that voice that we hear? And not only can we trust the voice, can we follow? Can we what? Obey. We talked about obedience earlier. Because when the Lord speak to, speaks to us, you know, in this solitude, in this silence, He is speaking to you directly. Understand what I'm saying to you. When we talk about this voice, please don't tell me I don't hear the Lord. Amen. Because there is sometimes there is a quickening for us in something that is said. Or I I'm I'm actually I'm praying to the Lord and as I'm praying, there's a word that stands out for me. There's a word that pops up in my spirit. I am reading my scriptures and meditating on the scriptures. There is something that, that comes out that just stands out for you and for me. Amen. Oh, praise the Lord. That's all part of this voice. This still voice that we hear, amen. Even we may hear the voice of someone else, that God might give someone a word for us. And while I'm in this silence, while I'm in the midst of my solitude, I recall what this person has said to me. Think about that. That's all part of hearing this still voice. Amen. But what does it mean? For as God speaks, you and I have to what? Listen. So in this silence of solitude, you and I are actually listening to the Lord. We want to hear what he has to say. We want to have God speak to us. But as he's speaking to us, we want to be able to trust him. If I cannot trust you, should I trust what you say? Amen. So unless I can trust God, I am not going to really zero in on what he is saying to me. Amen. So I, I want us to make sure that we are understanding about this solitude. And I know this will not be finished in this particular broadcast. But to allow the Lord to speak to us. There is, there is another discipline that you and I have to have on the inside of us, and that's patience, because we have to wait. Amen. Psalm 91 says what? Wait on the Lord, and he shall strengthen your heart. And then it says again, wait, I say, on the Lord. Amen. So what we are trying to do as we move along is, what we are, I want you to understand is, solitude gives us that opening that we can go to the Lord, we can go to Him in prayer, we can listen, we don't have to say a word, hallelujah, we can listen to what the Lord is saying to us. So that solitude, and watch this now, as we get into the solitude, solitude allows the Lord to speak not only to us, but to speak through us to someone else. Someone who is, you know, there are people who are suffering, they are, they are hurting, and this solitude will allow you and me to be able to speak a word in season to him and to her that are weary. Amen. So for us, 
we are so accustomed to lie, to relying on the words that we hear. Oh, God bless you, Sister Anita. But if we are silent, here's my question. Are we still in control? No, we're not. When, when, when we get silent, we're talking about letting the Lord speak to us. Amen? In that silence, we let God take control. We can't let him take control unless we trust him. Amen? And we have to trust him to just be quiet. When I am quiet in that silence of my solitude, even though all around me things are happening, even though there is a whole lot of noise around me, Psalm 93 and 4 tells us that the Lord on high, he is mightier than the noise of many waters. His voice can penetrate through this this noise that's happening on the outside because you see my solitude is not on the outside. My solitude is is not in that place that I have to go to, but my solitude is within me. Oh, praise the Lord. So as we we begin to close this particular broadcast, and we have so much more to talk about with respect to solitude, because we we have to talk about the dryness of solitude. We have to talk about the steps to go into solitude, to get deeper and deeper in the Lord. Amen. So we say to you right now, get quiet. Get quiet. Get your space on the inside in your spirit. In the name of Jesus, God bless you. We sincerely thank our supporters for sponsoring this broadcast and pray that you too will be moved to become a sponsor. Let us reach out to continue to spread the good news of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ through the airwaves. To contact us, simply log on to our website, thewordrestores.org, or through Facebook, Anne-Marie Jewel. Or call, send us a text to area code 313-466-0349. I'm your host, Elder Anne-Marie Jewel, a fellow servant in Christ. Until next time, May God bless and keep you, and may the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Amen.